0: Greetings everyone. This is Pastor Mike. I'm here at home today in one of the upstairs rooms of my house with my Bible open to Romans chapter 1, verse 1, where Paul introduces himself by simply saying, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. And we're starting a series of episodes focusing on the sixth paradigm of transformation, which is every believer is a minister and has been apportioned grace and power to fulfill their calling and become the catalyst for transformation in the places where they live, work, and worship. Now, if every believer is a minister, then we have to define minister, and what it means to be a minister, because perhaps some of you would would say right off the bat, I'm not a minister. I could never be a minister, and therefore reject this statement out of hand that every believer is a minister. So let's define what a minister is biblically. It's interesting that when Paul introduces himself in his letters, he identifies himself as a servant. He begins the book of Romans here. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. Paul's calling was as an apostle. His focus was the gospel of God, but his identity was a servant of Christ. In the New Testament, Peter, John, James, and Jude all do the exact same thing. They introduce themselves as a servant. Throughout the New Testament, the Greek words that are translated as servant are also commonly translated as minister. In many ways they are interchangeable. So if we are to have a biblical understanding of what it means to be a minister, we must first understand what it means to be a servant. Many years ago I wrote down this quote, and I don't know who it's attributed to, but I love it, and it's simply this. Not until we take the place of a servant can Jesus take his place as Lord. If this is true, then I need to take servanthood seriously. Now there are several Greek words that are translated as servant in the New Testament. Each of them gives incredible insight into what it means to be a minister. And the first one is doulos which means bondservant. And this is a reference to the Old Testament bondservant. In Exodus chapter 21, if a Jew purchased a Hebrew slave, the term of service was to be six years, and then they were to be set free. But after six years, if the slave declared, I love my master and do not want to go free, Then they were to go before the judges at the city gate, and the slave would have his ear pierced to signify that he was offering himself, by choice, to be his master's bondservant for life. The New Testament fulfillment of this picture is shown to us in Romans chapter 6, where Paul says in verse 13, Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather Offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness. And he goes on to say in verse 16, Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, whether you're slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God, That though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. The full dynamic of what Paul is saying here is really profound. Where I was a slave to sin without any chance of experiencing freedom, I was born into slavery and would remain a slave until the day I died. But Christ purchased me with His blood. Through His death, He created a pathway for me from slavery to freedom. This is what redemption is. The slave price, my slave price, was paid by God Himself. That's what redemption means. Romans 3.24 says, All are justified freely by His grace, through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. The Greek word there for redemption, which I won't even try to pronounce, it means to buy a slave for the purpose of setting them free. I was serving more than a six-year sentence. I was enslaved for life. Now through Christ's death, I have been set free from the bondage of sin. And now I have a choice. Will I offer myself to the one who loves me and set me free and purchased my freedom, or will I walk away from him? The irony is, if I choose not to offer myself to him, I end up right back into bondage to my own flesh and sinful nature. We talked about this dynamic in previous podcasts. It's when I offer myself to him that I truly then experience freedom, Freedom from the power of sin. Freedom from the power of death. Freedom to live the life I was created to live in Christ. It's the Holy Spirit who lives in me that now enables me to live life on a different plane, the plane of the Spirit, which supersedes the law of sin and death. This is the life I've been set free to live. My freedom isn't just a byproduct of God purchasing me, It was His intention. That's why Galatians 5.1 says it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. So then Paul says in Romans 12.1 in light of God's mercy, offer yourselves to God as a living sacrifice, which is your spiritual service of worship. The offering of ourselves to God is to be an active and constant part of our worship. It's our service of worship, like the ministration of worship conducted by the priests in the Old Testament. They were constantly tending to the sacrifices and all the details that went into that whole sacrificial system of worship. In the same way, we are to be actively offering ourselves to God as a living sacrifice. I believe this is a good daily practice to offer ourselves to God, to say to God, I die to my will. I offer myself to you to be used as an instrument of your will and your righteousness. I'm in essence saying, I love my master and do not want to go free. I want to belong to him. I'm proud to bear this mark of ownership that declares that I have offered my life to him. Then I can say like Paul, like Peter, like James, like John, like Jude, I am Mike, a servant of Jesus Christ. I have offered myself to the one who loves me and who paid my slave price. Today, may we identify ourselves, as Paul did, as servants of Christ and therefore ministers of the gospel, which is the good news of freedom through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.